Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's like something out of the movies. Oh, yeah, but cool. But according to the allegations, it's happening right in our backyard. We're talking organized crime, crooked law enforcement, drugs and strip clubs and high-end cars. It would be the coolest story we've heard all It year. is. If it didn't allegedly involve someone who swore an oath to keep all of us safe. Oh. You're hanging out in the break room. Ron, just classic rock, 96.5 WCMF. Joseph Bongiovanni was a DEA agent here in Western New York. Department, what's DEA? That's Department yeah. of... <laughs> I know they say it all the time. Kimmy, why are we blanking on I what DEA know. is? DEA, D- Department of... Env- nope, it's not invited. It has to do with drugs. Yeah. Enforcement Administration. Drug Enforcement Administration. Yeah. So it wasn't Department of... No. Okay, so he's a DEA agent, <laughs> was DEA agent here in Western New York. He is now under federal indictment, and buckle up for this story. What is he accused of? Bon Giovanni. Is accused of pocketing more than a quarter million dollars. Wow! Over the last decade, Giovanni. The feds say. What did he do? The money came in cash-stuffed envelopes provided by organized crime what? figures, T-bro. straight up cash, in exchange for protection from his DEA co-workers. All right. In a federal trial that is currently underway, it's alleged that this agent would open bogus case files to throw his co-workers off the scent of the Italian mob and focus more Wait, on- Wait, did you say the Italian mob? This is what I'm telling you. It's according to a story on 13 Wham. And to get them to focus more on, and I quote, blacks and Hispanics. Except he didn't say the words blacks and Hispanics, gotcha according there. to the paperwork. All right. The feds say this DEA agent had financial troubles that made him vulnerable to bribes. They also say- he grew up with some of the alleged criminals they say he was protecting. Wait, from the neighborhood? That's what they say, yeah. They Where did this, what, what town did this happen? So it's Buffalo, okay. where most of the stuff went down. But right. from what I understand, I mean, like it's a Western New York But it's connected thing. to the mob over in Italy? Uh, that I don't know. I know it's a Buffalo organized crime, right. according to the right. allegations here. So they say one of the rackets he was involved in, this DEA agent, included a strip club outside of Buffalo known as a haven for drug use and sex trafficking. Mm. They say another... Involved a public school teacher and coach of over 30 years 
who admitted to running a marijuana growing operation while getting confidential info from this DEA Wait, agent. didn't we talk about this earlier? Yes, yeah, we did. I, it was, was like a year say, ago. I about this, about this teacher. Coach. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I remember you saying mob involvement. That was the allegation. Wow. And when someone who said they were getting tips from him was arrested mm. and allegedly dimed on him, Authorities say the now 59-year-old oh. abruptly retired from the DEA <laughs> and tried to get the hell out of Dodge. Ah, time to move to Florida. <laughs> so here's the thing. We read you the allegations. That's what he's facing. His lawyers claim all of it is bull. All of it. And the trial will prove that his client was a hard-working, law-following federal agent. Right, none of this happened. No, it didn't. None I mean, of it. It's just fanciful stories right. of criminals trying to... You work a deal to get a better situation under conviction. Now, time will tell in this months-long trial. And again, it's part of a much wider series of crimes. As Tommy just brought up, we've talked about other ones before. Mm -hmm. Now, Tommy, this is not something in today's Western New York you would expect to see. No. Right? We have a mob history. Right, right. But But it's old. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't It goes back to shag carpeting. Yeah. And like sideburns. Most of the time, it's stories of the past. Exactly. You know? This is a fresh one. It's also not something you would want to hear about a law enforcement Mm. agency like the DEA, yet it's interesting as hell. And if this was a docu-series on Netflix- And it will be. Everyone would sit down and watch. Bro, I can't imagine how many horrible things I have been entertained by on Netflix. But here's what's We talked about multiple just this morning alone. No, you're right. But Like Like the body count of Netflix is insane. When it comes to the Netflix stuff you're watching, Mm. most of the time- it's from somewhere across America. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. Doesn't hit so close yeah. to home. Yeah, it might as yeah. well be made up. You're not going to yeah. deal with it. In this specific case, it's right here. Yeah. Yeah. It's right in our backyard. It may involve people that some folks listening know. We love the story because it's romantic. Mm-hmm. And I guess it should be. It's why we're drawn to that yeah. stuff. But if this guy is guilty, he's a monster no. scumbag. He's a bad hombre, buddy. And I think it also goes further is if um, you see that kind of level of corruption with one person, Mm. your mind starts to wander and think, well, was this happening in other places, too? Were there other people that knew about it that also did it? Is it still happening now and we just haven't found out about it yet? Well, let's see. Bring that up, Kimmy. Uh, His indictment is part of a whole bunch of indictments of DEA agents across the Northeast and even the United States that have had some issues. And they're saying that there's a problem within the DEA. That's a whole other discussion to have. I don't know who's saying what. Mm -hmm. However, I mean, if the allegations are true, it's bad enough for this DEA agent to be involved in drugs and sex trafficking. Right. Right. And he's doing it as fronting someone who's going to keep the community safe and collecting a taxpayer salary. However, there are folks who, despite not wanting to, like the man sitting across from me, who see this guy as cool. I mean, if David, I mean, I'm going to pay attention. He's working the system. Who did he really hurt here, Tommy? Other than everybody. <laughs> it is so strange. Yeah. With stories like this, because look, man, we were raised on Goodfellas and A Bronx Tale and The Godfather mm. and Serpico, right? right? Like Those movies are brilliant stories. And these characters live on forever. Yeah. And because of those movies we saw, our initial reaction to these stories, and I think it's a, most people, mm. is not, oh my God, how did this happen? It's, oh man, I want to know more. Yeah. Or even when um, in a documentary or one of these, you know, movies based on a true story comes out and they meant they even like mention Rochester or Buffalo. Mm. 
uh, in in organized crime. You're like, hey, that's us. Yes, that's us. Look, yes. we made the cut. But the other problem is when you watch these documentaries and stuff, or like these reenactment stories that I just watched about the this woman that was a big drug dealer in Miami. Mm-hmm. You get the backstory before they were a drug dealer, yeah. so they kind of humanize them, and then like you kind of see them not only as a drug lord but also like a brother or father sure. or, mm-hmm. like they had a life before that so you start pulling for them even though they're th- stabbing somebody and throwing them in a trunk mm-hmm. you still kind of like that person and, and they do the same thing with these movies like with the godfather yeah. right like they show the corleone family but you a see family. the family yes exactly the kid was a war hero. yeah you look at someone like goodfellas right you see the background henry hill comes from and you go oh i would understand why someone, yeah mm-hmm. like that was raised that way would find themselves going down this role now by the way it's traumatized so you're yeah they go yeah. out of you everybody's way good you, looking yes exactly and but, quick-witted I mean, this is bad. This oh, is it's really it's bad. It's if the allegations bad. are true, I hope they at least make it a six-parter. Two five two WCMF two five two nine two six three. We're talking about Joseph Bongiovanni. He's a DEA agent here in Western New York. He is under federal indictment, currently on trial for this insane story. He's accused of pocketing more than a quarter million dollars in the last decade, stuffed in envelopes provided by organized crime figures in exchange for protection from his DEA coworkers. They say that while he was working at the DEA, he would open bogus case files to throw his coworkers off the scent. They say he tipped off several folks that were working in this underworld. One of the rackets, they say, involved a strip club outside of Buffalo known as a haven for drug use and sex trafficking. They say another involved a public school teacher and coach of over three decades who admitted to running a marijuana growing operation while getting confidential information when from this guy. Mm. He's 59 years old now. Authorities say when someone finally dimed on him, he retired and tried to go. <laughs> His lawyers are saying it's all made up. These people are trying to cut deals yeah. and they're using their client to do it. For folks that get involved in this stuff, right? Like this yeah. specific guy, if the allegations mm-hmm. are true. Because it's he's not the only DEA agent involved in this wider investigation of the mm-hmm. last few months. What do you think the biggest draw is to get sucked into this lifestyle? It's the cash. Okay, so you would think so. Quarter million dollars over 10 years is a lot of money. But a quarter million dollars over 10 years, if the allegations just are true. Like if you split that up. It's 25 grand a year. That's less yeah. than we see some mom vix pull. Mm. There's easier ways to make money. Is the lifestyle more of a draw than the money for some of these mm-hmm. I mean, there could be other perks involved. along with that. I mean, again, you're, you're living like the, the people you know kind of thing. What's that? Like you're saying a perk would be like just, just being around those people? Women, drugs, alcohol, free trips, all the graph you could get from it. I mean, that's just the cash, oh. right? What's a what's graph? Yeah, like anything under the table. Like that. Is that like, what, what, where, where did graph come from? I've never, I grew up in Gates. I've never heard that expression. It's, uh, I hear it all the time in these things. <laughs> Wait, are you using terms you don't understand? Uh, quite possibly. Okay, I asked you for clear. Is graph a real thing? or hey, you... it's, like, it's, like, it's stuff like you get under the table. Can, can you Google? That wouldn't be actual money, I think. Okay, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not traceable okay. if I took you on a trip. Incentives. Okay, I hear what you're saying. You know, if I, or if I, all right, so they ran sex trafficking. Yeah. If I threw a woman at you. Like I said, like she's gonna come with you. That's graph on the ha- on the house. Okay, Nabaru on the house. That's graph. Yeah. Okay, got what you're saying. And look, I get it. The money is probably what gets you in there in the first place, right? It's, it has like, to be. But feeling like a big shot that no one can touch you because you're a big shot on both sides of the coin. Right. You're a DEA agent, mm-hmm. according to authorities, and you're also working with these high level mobsters. And at some mm-hmm. point, you almost have yeah. to feel protected on both sides of the law because you are the law. 
And you, you also have these guys on your you side. You would yeah. feel untouchable at some point, I would Invincible. Think. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And I get it, right? Like I say I mm. get it. From it's intoxicating. A, yes. But on the other side, the risk is so massive. Yeah, but you're in the risk business, even though you're on the law enforcement side. Okay. I mean, I feel that like you're can, in control of it. That guy yeah. can get killed at any moment just doing his job straight up being honest, I right? I don't know. Do, do DA agents They've had 50s? major shootouts with these guys. I understand. So, like, there's that adrenaline. The question right? I was asking, do DEA agents in their 50s kick doors down, or are they guys that are sitting in an office filling out reports? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm basing it on falling down, the Robert Duvall classic. Yes, but, you know, he coming up through the ranks, he's probably seen stuff. I love how we're just creating this story based <laughs> on movies that have no, like, again, like, we're romanticizing this story. Yeah. He could have just been some guy that was yeah. like, okay, here's the money, go tell this guy that guy. You went to a strip club one time. <laughs> no, he's time. got a cool car that's all high performance. He he's, actually, a, he's a lawman, but he don't play by the rules, baby. He, I think I like Dirty Harry. There is a picture of him in, like, this classic car driving mm-hmm. through, like, a no. town parade. That makes sense. Oh. It's probably his no, car. No, it's his car. It looks yeah. like it was his okay. car. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. Kimmy, what's the definition of graph? I don't even know. How do you spell it? G-R-A-P-H? But that you're, it's going to give you like a grab. I always thought like kickbacks, anything under the table. Okay, I just want to make sure we're on like the same page. Like any side deal you you don't that you shouldn't get. No, I get what you're saying, but you have said so many <laughs> wrong things over and over again. Yeah, until so they become almost like <laughs> part of the Americana lexicon. You know, going back to this whole risk versus reward, yeah. right? You're right. If it works out for you personally, mm. you get paid, you get perks, you get to be this badass when you look in the mirror, yeah. right? But if it doesn't. First of all, he's looking at the rest of his life in jail, this DEA agent, if he's convicted. Legit. Yeah. His reputation, if he's convicted, is in tatters. Yeah, he's done. And if he's guilty, the folks in the agency he worked with get a massive black eye for having no idea he was giving them the run. And they got to be pissed off. Bro, yeah. He put those guys in danger. uh, Well, danger and embarrass them. Right. Right? I mean, you want to talk about the ultimate risk versus reward. What, 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 what? what? <laughs> Graph. What is it's it? It's grift. It's no. been grift the whole time? No, grift is what, the grift are like, what, it, It's like, short for grifters. Yeah, but that's a different thing. Oh, okay. okay. The guy that called A grifter you is grift. a guy that plays you. Like, okay. he rips you off. No, a grifter. I understand, but here's the thing. Graft is, it, is something you get that you shouldn't get in a position of power. Is it out of the question that you're deaf ass? misheard words they were using on a Netflix no, no, documentary. No, no, no. You know why? Because there ain't no grift and graft. There ain't no, no grift, grift and graft. There ain't no grift and graft. Uh, are you saying graft or graft? Because I think you just changed it from graft to graft. And well, check them both out. You're the dumbest person I've ever had in my life. Graft doesn't mean what you think it does. You just well, said it. a graft? A graft is a twig inserted into a Yeah, they're the inserted if you don't pay. <laughs> Tony, give me that, give me that twig. Now pay me. <laughs> so, like, you know, we are a risk versus reward show. Yeah. If you could live with yourself yeah. doing what this guy is accused of doing, is the reward worth what happens if you get caught? Hmm. Well, I don't have the balls for it. And, but sir, if, I had the, if I was a ballsy guy, yeah. You would have no problem doing what this guy's accused well, of? Well, I mean, not all. I mean, well, way to back off of that quick. What a graft. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't grift. I would grift that graft. You what you got to do is grift what everyone else is grafted. I would start my own uh, boy band, call, call ourselves the Grifters. <laughs> Tommy, what? like with what he's looking at here with all he's involved in, right? You would have to think if he's guilty. Yeah. There's no way you don't get caught. No, but he's, he's the Iceman. What are you talking about? 
Like, he's got to have ice in his veins. Okay, well, how's that ice going now? Because I bet your blood ran cold yeah. when you got that call. But maybe not. Maybe he's just one of those guys, man. He's just, you know, they operate on a different level. Look, if the allegations are true, mm. you work with criminals. So things can get real bad real quick, right. danger-wise. On top of that, there's no honor amongst thieves. Right. You would never be able to trust the people in this underworld that he's allegedly working with to keep their mouth shut yeah. because they would have something to gain if they got busted by rolling over on you and they may have proof that you're doing it. So like from that aspect, yeah. the risk versus reward is insanely bad. Sure. And you would have to, as a DA agent, be aware of that risk. And you're blowing up your whole career. Yes. And by the way, it's a good career. It's a well, like you're set for life. I'm guessing like if you've been in this your whole life, if you're a 30 year guy in a DEA, yeah, I'm assuming you have a great pension. It's a government help, job. You've been paid well your whole life. Yeah. You're set for life. You're you and your wife. Absolutely. Like you got it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And man. you blew all of that. I'm with you. And I mean, a quarter million dollars is a lot of money. But to your point, yes. But that urge, man. Uh, when you grifted and grafting, I don't know. When man. you get the grift graft. Oh, the old grifteroo. Oh, the old grafter grifteroo. You so, you're the stupidest person. I mean, Kimmy's been Google. She's answering I phone, think calls she's a lot of phone calls of people too. trying to explain. Now her hands are in there. Graft. Getting graft. You grafted. 252 WCMF. We're talking about this DEA agent here in our backyard under federal indictment for allegedly working with uh, organized crime in a whole bunch of different schemes. He says it's not true, but the authorities say he pocketed a quarter million dollars over 10 years in Mm. cash stuffed envelopes for doing things like opening bogus investigations to try and throw off the scent of his co-workers for giving tips to folks that were working in the underworld. You know, it is interesting, too. What's up? You and I, I think, are unique. Maybe not. Or we're not talented, so we might as well be unique. <laughs> well, that's the grift here. <laughs> uh, does everybody have a scumbag friend from back in the day that they still talk to? I would. Everybody has to. Do that? Well, no. Like, oh, no, that you still talk to. Yeah, that's to. what I, like, because look, man. Uh, probably not. Uh, I know that we don't have scumbag buddies that we talk to on a regular basis, but I still have, you know, guys that I know from back in the day that if I saw them, it would be like, hey, how you doing? I mean, I still have them in my phone. Yeah. Maybe I haven't talked to them maybe in a year, but yeah, I could, I have, I could contact them right now. Is there loyalty to them? Because it's possible if the allegations are true, and I don't believe them, mm-hmm. but I'm just throwing out anything, that... Maybe it's not the money. Maybe it's not the power. Maybe it's a connection you share with someone who you grew up with. Okay. I know this person. I can trust this They're person. Like family. Yeah, I want to help this person out. Would that loyalty, along with the cash that may come along with it, and the grift or the graft? Or both. Or the grifty graft? <laughs> or the grifteroo. Would that make it easier to fall into that kind Probably, of lifestyle? Probably, right? I, don't, I wouldn't risk my job for some kid I knew back in the neighborhood asking me to do something illegal. I don't think. Yeah, I right. mean, I wouldn't either. And I mean, our jobs are, we're idiots. Like, this is, like you said, a legitimate job. Like, Kimmy, do you have someone from back in the past that you still talk to yeah, that yeah, is yeah. a scumbag, was a scumbag, will always Girls be a scumbag? Girls are different, though. I don't know. Most of the people I know that were that to that point, like, they, they kind of grew out of it over time. Like, I don't know anybody that stayed that way. You know what I mean? That I'm still close with, at least. My mm. brother just screenshotted me a picture of somebody's mugshot the other day. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I was like, oh. At least you know how they're doing. <laughs> Not great, it seems. Yeah. 252WCMF. All right, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Folks have been blowing up the phones. Yeah, what are they saying? So, Tommy, just to be clear, the word you used was graph. Graph. 
And I didn't understand. No, but you started with the F. You no, didn't put a T on. You put the T on later. I asked for a definition. <laughs> you confidently gave us a definition. Then you started pronouncing the words in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to Barbara. Hey, Barbara, what's up, buddy? Morning, guys. Uh, Tommy gets a gold star today. Ding, ding. Uh, graft, when it uh, applies towards uh, politics or crime, is an intent to improperly influence an official and uh, kind it's of like a personal kickback. advantage or gain in a dishonest transaction. Okay. Side action. I love how he's giving you the legitimate definition, and, he, and you're, you're talking it over your own. him. He's 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 <laughs> saving you, and you're changing the right definition, even though. God, you're I'm really trying dumb. to enhance it a little bit. No, you sound cool. <laughs> hey, Barber. Yes. Would you risk your job for what this guy allegedly did? Oh, God. No, it's not not worth going to the prison or losing a pension or no way. Don't, okay, so don't get me involved. All right. Would it be yeah. harder? Would your bigger fear be committing what authorities say the crimes he was involved in? Because drug trafficking and sex trafficking, that, that's some wicked, awful business, mm-hmm. right? Is it that that would bother you more, or is it the threat of losing everything you have? Serious question. I'm not judging you. The threat of getting trouble myself. Okay. You can compartmentalize the crimes more than losing what you have. Yes. All right. Barbara, thank you for your honesty. We appreciate it. (laughs) See you, buddy. I mean, that's the interesting question, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, you know, an average everyday person, the three of us, we don't see the horrors of drug trafficking and sex trafficking on a daily basis. It's something that comes up on the news every once in a while, and that's it. This guy does. Yeah. This guy is you know well the, you aware. You know, yeah, the people you're dealing with and how dangerous it could be. And not only that, how horrible it is for the folks that are victims. The victims. Yes, exactly, right? Like, But you could be desensitized to it if that's your job, how good. day after but day. But I wonder, though, if, if even if you're, if let's say you get desensitized in this whole situation, but I would think, like, you start to become... You know, pretty aware of your future once it gets to this point. Right? I'm not even talking about your personal stuff because I get yeah. Barbara, right? Like, yeah. again, if you're on the outside of it, I get that yeah, you're shocking. Do, I, well, I, I'm saying, like, when it comes to sex trafficking and drug trafficking, mm. you don't fully see how horrible the damage things are. Yes, yeah. exactly. Fine, right? I get why Barbara would say something like that. But with this guy mm. who is, if the allegations are true, is well aware. You have to wonder how someone accused of what he's accused of manages to fall asleep at night. Okay. Like, you know what you're doing. But they're wired differently, right? Can you keep... You know a lot of DEA agents? (laughs) All all of the ones I've watched. Have you ever met a DEA agent in your life? Not that I know of. They're easy to identify with those blue coats that say DEA agent (laughs) on the back of them. They have to wear them at all times. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. That's that's a graft. Could they be like, what do you call like a person that could just do a thing and have no emotion? I don't know. I mean, I think that's just a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they could be cold-blooded, right? They could just be that kind of guy like where they don't. They're just out for themselves. They're yeah, just opportunists. I don't know if that job makes you that or you're born that yeah. way. I'm thinking you're born that way. Okay. But then why would you go to a job where your goal is to help people? Yeah. While you're risking your own ass to help people. Or maybe and you didn't know people. it till the opportunity and showed itself. I was going to say, like, I don't know if you... It's, it's DEA agent seems like a job you don't start at. Like, maybe you start... Like, I don't know what like a know. lower level of that is. I think you have to like work your way up to that. So to your point, oh, you just like, you start as an A agent, <laughs> then they give you the EA. Well, well I know AAA. like so uh, I have a friend who's married to a DEA agent, and it took him a long time to become an official DEA agent. So is that because that's what normally takes, or is your friend's husband just really bad at being a DEA? <laughs> I have no agent? idea. Does he have a cool car? 
Uh, they don't. I, I don't know. They don't live here. Uh oh. Oh, you're not. You're talking awfully fast, there, Kimmy. All of a sudden, you don't know uh, nothing about nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't. I, maybe like because you you work your way up to it, you get like a level of arrogance. But I would or think jaded. again, like okay, yeah. I don't know. Well, look, the bottom line is this. Mm. Even if you're able in this position, you know, in a hypothetical yeah. scenario, to compartmentalize and not be bothered by all the crime that you're supporting, even if you're okay taking a taxpayer's salary in a hypothetical situation to allow people to commit crimes with your help, using criminals to do this, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that kind of paranoia when you were going to sleep at night, yeah, you it would be hell. It would be torture. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it? Oh, it may, yeah. So how? How do you do something like this? You got the money and you got the power and you got the graffiti graph. Oh, yeah. But you would never have a peaceful moment in your mind ever. Maybe you don't anyway. Okay. Maybe because of the job. Okay, dirty hair again. I sit at the bar and I drink whiskey just to quiet down the voices. That's it, man. It's possible this guy was just a regular dude taking his kids to t-ball practice, went to work, and then went to church on Sunday. Nobody's going to watch that Netflix show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. You have to feel so bad for this guy. What happened? Well, because he was trying to sell something to make a little bit of money. Completely Mm. legal, above board. Mm. And he went way out of his way to make sure he got the cash he wanted for this thing. Yeah. And the second he showed up at our town, (laughs) literally the second, he got ripped off. Oh, man. And... Someone in this room brings up a great point. What's up? When it comes to selling something like this, mm. how the hell do you ensure that you don't end up in this guy's situation? Well, what the hell is he trying to sell? You're hanging out in the break room. Watch just classic Rock 96.5 WCMF. Uh, this story happened last Thursday. Yeah. A man was looking to sell his dirt bike on Facebook Marketplace. Okay. Now, he's from, uh, the, he's from Pennsylvania, mm. but a man in Rochester wanted to buy this Pennsylvania man's dirt bike. Okay. And the seller, according to police, drove all the way from Pennsylvania here to the city of Rochester for this transaction. Mm. Quick sidebar, if you don't Mm. mind me asking. And the phone number is 252-WCMF. There's that much money in dirt bikes where people will be willing to drive from Pennsylvania to sell them? Because Because it's a really good one. 
But what if that person, you got here and just that person didn't want to buy it? Yeah, yeah it's not what I thought it was. Yeah. Right. It happens. It's okay. It's not, right? right. It's mm. Okay, so, trip. so anyways, how much money you could make, it turns out, does not matter in this story. <laughs> what happened? Because when the seller from Pennsylvania met up with the buyer here in the city of Rochester, the buyer wanted to take it for a test drive, which is standard procedure. <laughs> what is it standard procedure is driving off forever with the dirt bike you didn't pay for. Did which... he make one pass past the guy doing a wheelie? <laughs> <laughs> the so the guy just took off? He took off on the bike when he was, quote, test driving it. Ghost like Swayze, leaving Punxsutawney Phil, <laughs> standing in the streets of a city oh, he man. doesn't know, now sands one dirt bike. Oh, God. What a grifto. <laughs> How long do you think he waited before he realized he got ripped That's off? That's a great question. Well, dirt bikes are loud. Yeah. Yeah. So you would, as soon as you don't hear your dirt bike <laughs> yeah. anymore, you are screwed. Well, you could be circling the block yeah. and come back. Yeah. Rah, 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 rah. Rah. But if you don't get there, yeah. you just get there. And nothing. So this story oh. is not funny. No. But it's hilarious yes, at the same is. time. Like, I feel so bad yeah. for this guy. But, like, part of it is, how did you not see that coming? Yeah, because you delivered the, literally delivered this thing to your yeah. thief. Yeah. Probably with a full tank of gas. So this story happened on Thursday, like we told you. As far as we know, they don't have the guy. But they do have a pretty clear picture of him from what seems to be the yeah. guy's car camera. Right, the guy that ripped him off? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's clear as day. You can see his face. Yeah. We've talked on All the right. show before about how that doesn't really matter. Okay. Lots of people you get full shots of. Mm-hmm. Well, like, remember that person that was uh, allegedly missing fingers on their hand and robbed a house? We yeah. still don't have that person right. in custody. And there's sans fingers. A lot of Latin today. <laughs> but, Kimmy, you bring up a good point when it comes to selling something like a dirt bike. Mm. Yeah, because um, if you're selling a car... Um, let's say somebody wanted to test drive that car. Well, you could get in the car and test drive it with them. And I guess it would be a normal thing to ask, can I test drive this thing first? Yeah. You're, if you're selling a something like a dirt bike, well, yeah. that's that's a, that's a one-man kind of thing. Okay, it's not going to on the back of it, take it for a spin. <laughs> so I would think like asking to take it for you know a test drive isn't out of the question. And you can't say no if you're going to sell this person right, this right, thing. Right, I don't right. know how, I guess, you could really protect yourself other than, like, being able to track it in some way. But even if you track yeah. it, it's still not there. What are you going to do? Go right. rogue? Go find your dirt bike? Yeah. Like, what is the procedure for selling something like a dirt bike, a four-wheeler, yeah. a go-kart? Because once they get in it and you're not there, first of all, you don't want to ride bitch on a dirt bike in the streets of the city of <laughs> no, Rochester. No, you don't. Right? Second of all, even if you were willing to ride mm. on the back of that dirt bike... You'd be trusting a complete stranger to know what they were doing with mm-hmm. your safety in their hands. Right. I want no part of that. <laughs> so it would be the ultimate trust to let yeah. them test drive this dirt bike that they were coming back with it. And this guy failed. Oh, God. He's got to drive home. What if he has a wife he has to explain that to? Uh, you come home with an empty trailer and you, no money. You lost money on that trip. Oh, you yeah. lost big yeah. money because you gas and everything yeah. else in oh, your truck. Right. All that Time. stuff. Oh, man. And like, think about the excitement, too, right? Like, he's driving up here to Roch. I'm going to walk out of here with, you know, I don't know, $1,000 yeah. yeah. cash in my hand. We're yeah. going to go to the casino. We're going to go yeah. on a trip. We're going to be able to pay the bills this week. And bump, bump, but Yeah. <laughs> and that's a perfect thing to just haul ass with. That's what it's designed for. Because it could go anywhere. Yes. That's why they've been having such problems with him right. in the city of Rochester the last couple of years. Easy did, to hide. Did that guy not Google dirt bike city of Rochester before he showed up? Apparently not. And, then, and he obviously, I wonder if he got a vibe when you pulled up. Or no. 
Like well, this guy was legit or not? If he got a vibe, I mean, if the vibe, you know what I mean, like sometimes you get a vibe like this guy, he looked like he ain't got it. Okay, well, he. I mean, he look, he looks like a kid. It looks like somebody in their twenties. But then right. again, who else is going to buy a dirt bike? Right. Well, so, yeah. You know what I mean? Like most people, punk that, ass child. You would think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of guys over forty riding dirt bikes around. No, but you buy one for your kid or something. Okay, all right. 252WCMF, again, we're talking about this guy who drove all the way to Rochester from Pennsylvania to unload a dirt bike he was selling on Facebook Marketplace, uh, got out in the city of Rochester. The guy was there. He's looking it over. He goes, hey, I want to test drive it if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. Go test drive it. Enjoy. Uh, the, quote, buyer got on the dirt bike and never came back. Yeah. It happened oh. on Thursday. They still haven't found him. 252WCMF, Kimmy brings up a good question. How do you stop someone test driving a dirt bike from just hauling ass? And Bill's going to tell us. Hey, Bill, you're on CMF, buddy. Hey, how we doing, guys? Hey, Bill, what's up? Nothing much. Hey, I used to have dirt bikes, and I would sell them. And you can kind of get a, a vibe of when somebody's kind of doing something sketchy. So if they would ask me if I could take it for a test drive, I would tell them, yeah, you could take it, but you got to give me your wallet first. Okay. So All right. A little collateral. All back. right. That's what I would always say to them. It's pretty easy. Yeah, unless the guy was like, here's my wallet, and there was nothing in his wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you got his car keys. Like, if he drove up in a car, yeah, let me hold your car keys. If I got a car, what do I need a dirt bike for? Yeah, true. Stupid. Right. (laughs) I always ask him for their wallet is what I did. Okay, I mean, that's not a bad idea. Oh, well, this is something. Well, but here's the thing. Let's say you get out of the car, right? You drove all the way from Pennsylvania, Bill. You give me your wallet. Guy goes, I don't have my wallet on me. What am I going to do? Go all the way back home? Yeah, true. You're kind of in a tough spot. Yeah. Yeah, you see, it just, that's real sketchy. It really is. Well, any 20-year-old with cash on them, I'm going to be kind of thinking that's sketchy. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. There are 20-year-olds that work jobs, and they don't spend, they, they that's live their, in a- That's their yeah, big purchase. Exactly. Right? Yeah, but this is like their disposable income's a dirt bike. They're not looking to buy a car to go to work. What They're were looking you to buy spending a fu- on? And what were you spending right. your hard-earned money on at 20? Pornography. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, great to talk to you, buddy. Thanks for the call, man. Talk to you guys. Hey, take care. I mean, look, what that, is would, that would be kind of sketchy. You're saying the, the age of the person makes it suspicious. A little. If he's a younger person with that kind of bank, let's say that bike's worth 1500 bucks, yeah. and he's holding cash. Uh, there are high schoolers that spend money like this. I, I know. Bikes. They're called rich kids. No, they're not. What 15 year olds got? What high school kids got 1500 Have you been out to the country? To buy, to buy a dirt bike. Yeah. Bro, I mean, these kids have this kind of cash. Those dirt bikes are hand-me-downs, man, on the country. Oh, my God. I love this. Yeah. What, that's the graft, right? Oh, yeah. 252 WCMF. Rob's got it. He's Here's All how right. to stop him. Hey, Robbie. What's up, buddy? Hey, good morning. Hey, bro. You know, they always say, you know, if you're going to make a transaction, you'll meet at a police station. But for something expensive like that, I would probably put an, an, you know, an air tag on it, you know? Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. But, I mean, even with the air tag, Rob. There it goes. I mean, yeah. What you, again, you're going to go rogue and find your dirt bike? I mean, let's hope when you get to where the dirt bike is, they don't have more scary stuff than you do to get your dirt bike back. Oh, yeah. True. And here's the thing, Rob, like, and I, I get the police station thing, that works perfectly, mm. but it works with almost every item but a dirt bike. Because if I'm going to sell, I don't know, a used pair of hockey mm-hmm. skates, it costs 800 bucks. Right. right? The skates are right there. Right. Rob, they, we could meet at a police station, he could test drive the bike, and never come back. And one other thing, Delphi, that you say kids can't afford the dirt bikes. Kids all over the city are driving dirt bikes and four-wheelers everywhere. I drive Uber, and they're like, they... 30 of them right up in front of you. There's nothing you could do. You're just hanging out. Where do they get the money? I don't know, but hey. Well, I mean, they they, maybe, they, maybe they're just, bikes. there's a whole funnel of people from Pennsylvania showing up. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
<laughs> Rob, thanks for the call, buddy. Are you really stupid enough to think there aren't kids that spend thousands of dollars on their like hobby? What I was going to say, if anybody's going to buy it used, I would think it would be a, a younger person, right? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I thought cheaper. nobody's got a job, nobody's got any goddamn money. <laughs> That's what people your age say. Too much. Oh, old man wave. I wouldn't want the upkeep. 252 WCMF again. We're talking about this poor guy. He drove all the way to Rochester from Pennsylvania to sell a bike. Dirt bike he was selling on Facebook Marketplace. He got here, met a guy in the city. Looks like he's in his 20s, mm. right? We got a picture from the truck cam. The guy goes, hey, can I uh, test drive that bike? Yeah, no problem. And he got on it, and he test drove it away forever. Hey, what it be suspicious, too, is how he got to the buy. The guy that drove off, because if he... Did he leave his car? Was he with a buddy? Well, it looks like it was in a neighborhood. He could have told him he lived out front. So he just walked up front? Standing okay. outside waiting so for him. So you think it's like, all right. I mean, it's possible. Right. Uh, let's take one more. 252-WCMF. 252 Is it Jewel? 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 Yeah, hey. Good morning, guys. How do you say it, man? I'm sorry. How do you say your name? Uh, uh, Jewel. 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 Okay. I'm sorry, buddy. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, honestly, kids do have the money to buy. Uh, I just sold a CRF. 150 to some twin 15 year old kids for $1,100. Damn! I don't, know if, I don't know if it was their grandfather's money or, or it was their money, but they're like, yeah, you know, we, this is our money we put together. We saved up, you know, uh, we give you this much. We're like, all right, all right. So, but which one writes like, bitch? We gotta talk it over. Is it the one <laughs> yeah, that was born like, like a minute earlier than the <laughs> other one? <laughs> Yeah, they had on two different color hats. One had a black one, and one had a, oh, a highlight orange one. You could tell the difference. It was like a sweet life of Zach and Cody episode. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy does not get that, but my kids love that show. All right, Joel. So wait, you said that bike went for eleven hundred. Is that like a lower end, middle of the middle road, higher end bike? And that bike was a was a beater. It was. We posted it for two grand. It was really worth like a thousand. So we, made, <laughs> we made a little bit out of it. All right, we all right. Drove it out to, we drove it out to Spencer Port for them, so, you know, we brought it to them. 1100 it was good. We we're like, yeah, it needed a lot of work. They're pointing out everything. They're like, oh, my God, it needs this and that and that. We're like, well, we can only do this because we got to put more parts. I'm like, kid, you're really trying to work. You're trying to be a salesman. It's all right. I'll give it to you. It worked, buddy. He got you. He got you good. You up. Uh, I, I was a fifty-fifty. We worked out. <laughs> I didn't know all this cash all was right, floating guys, around. Thank you. Thank, uh, thanks, buddy. I love again when they get bored with their own. Phone <laughs> uh, time yeah. for me to go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bro. Kids have always had cash. You had no kids boat. have always had cash. People were broke. Everybody's broke. I told you. Everybody's got broke. Goddamn eggs are four bucks a dozen. Everybody's got broke. Okay. Now uh, you dirt biking. One of my favorite stories of all time, and I've told it multiple times on the air, but I'll tell it again. You know the house I grew up in back in the day. Yes. So I moved out. My brother, he had a job at Subway. Made sandwiches. Yeah. Some of them made it to their intended <laughs> recipients. <laughs> so he's living in my parents' house. Yeah. Hole in the roof. Busted ass. Yeah. He's making what? 150 bucks a week? Yeah. So Ryan saves up a bunch of money, and there was a Walmart. We lived off of Fisher Road <laughs> Gates. He walks up to the Walmart, and he's going to make two big purchases. He's going to buy a flat screen TV, and this is when flat screen TV technology nice. was brand new. Yeah. And he was going to buy a handheld BB gun. Right. Why, I don't know. He's like 17, 18 years old. So Ryan, to save some money, <laughs> buys the floor model of the flat screen TV. And it was probably like a 30-inch yeah. TV, right? Whatever. <laughs> he brings it home. He sets up the TV. This is the greatest moment of his life. This might be the most expensive thing in our house. Spent a couple hundred <laughs> bucks on laughing it. before the story even gets going here. While the TV is on, yeah. he loads the BB gun that he also spent like 50 bucks on, right? 
BB gun, he's trying to figure it out. The gun goes <laughs> off. Five minutes into owning this flat screen television. Kid. Yes, he shot it. Five minutes into it, ruined it. Ruined it. It's got like that spider weird color thing. Yeah, yeah, like it destroyed the TV, right? He, but it still yes. kind of worked. And yeah, so you could kind of see what was going on in the background. He couldn't return it because he bought the floor model to save money. <laughs> this idiot used it for months out oh. of principle, even though he destroyed oh. it. That kid did not have two dimes to rub together. Right. That was a $500 day. Oh, God. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 